really from a website uh, design standpoint, it's all about the user experience. Um, you know, what kind of funnel are you taking them through to meet, to, to meet their pain point? The reason why they made that search in the first place. This is Growth in Dentistry, a dental intelligence podcast where we ask the question, what does growth in dentistry look like to you? I'm Katie Polson, a dental hygienist and your host. Welcome to another episode of Growth in Dentistry. I'm Katie Polson, and we are excited to continue our conversation on marketing your dental practice. And today we have a very special guest of Lamar Hull from MedRank Interactive to talk about all things search engine optimization. It's a very, very sexy topic. and We're very excited to dive into it. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Lamar. We're so grateful that you took time out of your day to, to come come uh, talk with us. So how did you get into dental? Yeah. How did you get into dental marketing? Yeah. Thanks again for welcoming me on the, on the podcast. Pretty excited to just kind of share any SEO knowledge and experience that I've, I've gained over time. Um, so as Katie mentioned, Lamar is MedRank Interactive. Uh, been in the, the dental space specifically for about six years. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll give you some context of how <laughs> I got there. And it's never a, a you know, a like it's, it's, it's not where you you see yourself in the dental space. Sometimes it just happens. <laughs> randomly. Yeah. And that's what happened for, for me. And so I've been in the marketing space for over 12, 12 years, worked for a few marketing agencies where I really learned at the kind of the ground level how to manage SEO campaigns. And so I'm a, at heart a basketball player. I played um, at Davidson College and then played overseas professionally for a little while. And when I graduated and, and then played after I played professionally, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, and so I searched in Google, um, <laughs> this is where I, I worked, spent a lot of my time working, um, how to, uh, you know, what, what's the best place to work for in Charlotte? And this company came up and applied for that role, got it, and then, you know, was integrated into their kind of corporate environment um, on the STO side of things. Fell in love with it. It's very competitive, like basketball. You can be a leader. Um, you can you can develop your expertise. You work in teams. You're, you're you're being coached, and just love the environment. And so, fell in love with SEO. Long story short, uh, you know, after about five years with this company, um, just started getting side projects. And as a kind of as a when I when I look back in hindsight, as an entrepreneur, I think that was my calling for a while. Um, I got these side projects and, and took a leap of faith and jumped out on my own and started this business called MedRank Interactive. And to get to your kind of your question, um, my wife actually was working at a at a uh, uh, med spa, and so there was this dental practice right next door. And this this is a pretty big dental practice um, here in the Charlotte area. And at the time, I think they had like twelve locations. But anyway, she goes into the practice, and she has some dental background um, as well. She worked in a few uh, dental practices, and so she goes into this practice. They happen to mess up her paperwork by accident, and mm. so. She was just like, hey, you know, this is not, this is incorrect. And, and so the GM happened to be in that practice that day. And, you know, he apologized and 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 she's very blunt. <laughs> so she was like, by the way, when I looked at your website, I couldn't find any information. Um, you know, I, you know, it's overall like the user experience is pretty bad. And she just called him out on it. And she said, by the <laughs> way, my husband started a marketing company. <laughs> you should talk to him. And yeah. so that's the only way I got into this, um, mm. you know, into this practice where they had 12 locations. Fast forward two years later, 
got the contract, worked with them uh, for two years, and they went from 12 locations to 40. And wow. so we ranked them everywhere in Google. Um, it was a, and I'll speak more about this, it was the EAT strategy, which is expertise, authority, and trustworthiness. From an SEO perspective, we just built their authority on their brand. And every time they opened up a new location, they ranked in Google almost instantly. And so it blew them up. And so, yeah, that's kind of how I, I got into the dental space by sheer luck. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I love being here and this is where we'll be uh, for quite a while. Yeah, we're, we're glad you're here. It's a, it's a fun <laughs> place to be. We've got a weird group of people. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, um, and we have all sorts of listeners. We have those that probably don't have a lot of experience with marketing and, and we have those that probably know a lot. So we're yeah. hoping to, to give something to everybody. Let's start with just a simple question of like, what is SEO? If you've never heard that acronym and why is it important to a dental practice? Yeah, good question, Katie. So it was funny. I thought SEO at first was another term for CEO. CEO. I, I thought it was <laughs> yeah. like, is this some type of CEO, but it's yeah. just SEO. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> so I really learned it is search engine optimization, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's really how you uh, optimize your online assets for search engines. So such as Google, um, you know, Yahoo and Bing or some of the other ones, but Google dominates the uh, search space. Uh, 78% of searches today are in Google. And that's 8.5 billion per day. So there's a lot of searches happening in Google. And so really, when you think of why it's important um, to not get too technical, there's a, a few factors as it relates to SEO um, and that's on-page optimization. And so on-page is really, when you think about user behavior, such as people go to Google and they search a certain keyword, right? So on-page is how do you make your content relevant to that search that someone's searching? For example, dentist and Valentine. Um, and then also off page. So how can you be, are you an influencer and part of the authority building? Are you mentioned by other websites to drive that authority behind your website and your brand? Because the more people that are talking about you on other websites, Google sees that as you're an influencer and there's authority there because you're doing something right if other people are mentioning you, right? Um, and then also, like uh, design standpoint, it's all about the user experience. Um, you know, what kind of funnel are you taking them through to meet to, to meet their pain point? The reason why they made that search in the first place. So it's important because of how many people use uh, online searches to find the information they need, and then it can really have a huge impact on your business, uh, especially if you're your dentist. There's a dentist on every corner. I'm sure where you're located, you see one every five miles. Yeah. Utah's, <laughs> so, Utah's a little bit um, saturated. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can imagine. Same for Charlotte. And so uh, if that many people are searching, um, out of that 78%, uh, interesting fact, 48% are searching locally. So if you're not showing up in Google um, as, a, as a local business, you're going to miss a huge opportunity to really uh, just grow your practice, meet your business goals, hire new, you know, team members, staff, um, really just, you know, whatever that vision is for your company. If, if, if you're not ranking Google where your patients or customers are, um, you're going to miss a huge opportunity to excel and, and kind of, um, um, you know, grow in the vision that you have set for your practice. Great, great definition. And as you're talking, I'm thinking, so gone are the days of just creating a website and letting it just sit there, right? You can't just get a yeah. website URL and then just, and leave it. So, what are some common mistakes that you've come across in your experience with helping 
practices set up or, or kind of rank on Google or increase their SEO? What have you seen on those mistakes that maybe yeah. people can, people can avoid? Yeah, that's a good question. So really doing the basics. I mean, if there's a dentist on every corner and there's, you know, I mean, it's going to be a million SEO companies, right? And everyone's going to know the industry standards and what to execute consistently. And if you're doing the basics, um, it's just not going to cut it because there's some dentists that have been around for 20 plus years, some have been around for five years, and then some that are startups, right? Some mm -hmm. have multiple locations, but if you're just doing the basics, it's going to be hard. It's just so competitive. It's going to be very hard for you to uh, show up at the top of the Google search results because um, Google is really, I mean, they have 250 ranking factors. And so no one really keeps up with all that. And we don't know what all that truly means. Google houses all that information, um, but their algorithm really looks at, you know, uh, back to my point of ETH, you know, expertise, authority, and then trustworthiness. So if you're not building that consistently and you're not doing that at, a, at an advanced level, um, you're gonna miss a huge opportunity. You're just spending money at that point. Um, also, I think really not working with someone locally. You need, you need a marketing company that is in your community um, that can talk your language based on what's actually happening there. They know specific towns, cities that um, are you know, surrounding your area that you could also pour, you know, gather patients from like we get contacted, we're a marketing agency and we get contacted from companies from India saying they're going to rank us number one on Google within two weeks. <laughs> we're just like, <laughs> that's, I mean, mm -hmm. it's different. Every case, every situation is different. It's case by case, right? But most of the times it's very competitive. It's going to be hard to rank in Google unless you're going above and beyond. I would just say really understanding how to track the data and what data to track. If you're not looking at the kind of the, um, you know, the, the, the metrics and the, you know, what's happening in Google Analytics and some of the other tools that you can connect to your website to showcase that information to help you take action. I think you're going to miss a, a huge window of opportunity to rank at the top of Google. Um, and then really making notes. So we use a lot of softwares where when we make changes, uh, to my point earlier, on page or off page, on the website or off the website, we make notes of when those changes occur. Because, like, you don't know in the SEO world, you really don't know specifically what you did. A lot of times, calls you to rank, calls you to move from the second page to the first page. So, really tracking that data and making notes of um, kind of the changes you've made is, is critical. Um, and so, like, I, I think there's a lot to you know really think about when you know overall going through the process of trying you're going to make mistakes but you have to really track that data to understand what's what's performing what's not yeah yeah and i will get to that with with data and we're obviously big data people uh around here yeah. um it's 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 our bread and butter and so when you talk about i mean those i'm assuming that the things that you look at are google and google analytics and and things like that but can you dive a little bit deeper into like what metrics you're using and and how do you how do you use them to decide what you're going to do for sure um well before i actually answer that question yeah i'll, I'll, show, I'll show a quick result of um I'll, I'll share my screen real quick um so here is an example of you know what, what i mentioned by not doing just the basics right so here's a client of ours modern family dental care 
you search this term dentist Concord Mills, North Carolina, that's where they're located. They're Google My Business profile. So in the search result, you'll see, at the, typically you'll see a Google ad appear because Google wants their ads to show up at the top just mm -hmm. because they're getting paid as well when people are using their platform. But this is free traffic, right? Like this is free. If you get your Google My Business profile and in this local, it's called the local three pack in the top three results, every time someone searches that keyword, they're going to see you number one, guess who they're going to call, right? Um, and then if you look over to the right and the landscape has changed a bit for Google search uh, results landscape, it usually shows this three pack where the three listings, the three top GMB profiles, and then it shows the top 10 search results, which is just the websites under this listing, but now they've moved it to the right. Mm. But most people look here and then they look here. They rarely click on more places because then it opens up like 20, 20 listings. Right. And it just gets, you know, overwhelming for them. So they'll look here and then they'll look here. So the, our client here, they have, you know, number one position um, in the local three pack. And then the top 10 websites, they're number one as well. But if you look here, under their listing, they have, there's a star rating and it says rating 4.6, 121 reviews, starting price for their service is $97. This is more of an advanced strategy because if you look to the left here, the, the GMB profile here, Google's already, and this is called a review schema. And so Google's gonna add this review schema every time someone leaves a review on the client's Google My Business profile. And this is happening automatically with Google because Google My Business is their asset. But the client's website is not a Google asset, it's the client's website. So if you look here, we've added this schema, this review schema to the website. And the reason why we did that is because it brings people's eyeballs and their attention to that website. So what happens is to your point earlier about what metrics we looked at, click-through rate is very important. Mm -hmm. So the more, the more that people click on this website, let's say the website was down here first and they still have the star ratings, the more people look at this list as well, they see the star ratings, their eyes are going to gravitate to that list. So the more people that click on that, it's going to move that client up. And so as you can see, none of these other websites are doing that. And yeah. that's, just a, that's just a more advanced strategy and that's why our clients are ranking one and one here. Mm -hmm. um, but to go back to answer your question about metrics, um, really there's a few. So organic search traffic, right? We want to understand how much visibility is that dental practice getting from Google, right? And we can see that with connecting their websites with analytics. We can see every user, every visitor that comes through the funnel when someone searches a keyword in Google and then lands on their website. Um, I would say click-through rate, as I just mentioned with that, yeah. that example, the more people that are, in, that are clicking on your website from searching a keyword. And that can be keywords at the treatment level, such as root canal, Charlotte, dental implant, Charlotte, um, tooth extraction, Charlotte. The more you can rank for all those variations and all those service-based uh, location keywords, you're gonna have the opportunity to increase your uh, click-through rate, which is gonna rank you higher. And we look at click-through rate um, mostly in, this, in Search Console. And Search Console is a Google, Google uh, platform as well. And so all it does is it allows you to see every time someone clicks on your keyword, you can actually see how many impressions that keyword gets per month in Google, um, what your click-through rate uh, was for that keyword, what's your average ranking for that keyword. So you can see a lot of data with, with Search Console. 
um, bounce rate and page speed, that's more in Google Analytics. We want to know, is your content um, consistent and relevant to that keyword search? Mm -hmm. So if someone searches for dentists in Utah, does your homepage or whatever page they land on, does it have those type of keywords? And are you a dentist, actual dentist in Utah? Um, because if people see that, you know, let's say you're a orthodontist in Utah, but you're ranking for dentists and they're looking for just a cl like cleaning appointment and your website's ranking, but you're an orthodontist, Google is going to notice in your bounce rate, people are clicking off of your website as soon as they land on it because the keyword and what you do is not relevant. Mm. So we really look at bounce rate because we want to make sure your keyword, the keyword that you're ranking for and need to rank yeah. for is relevant to the content on your website. Page speed is very important. Um, overall site page speed, uh, mm -hmm. because if the page, if the website is not fast and if it doesn't load within four seconds or less, that's kind of the threshold Google set for everyone. They're going to bounce off your website and you're going to drop down in rankings. So yeah. a lot of times we see dental practices with, you know, a, and forgive me for this, but prehistoric website designs, right? Like they, mm -hmm. They, they haven't redesigned their website for 15 years. It's, it's mm -hmm. a PHP design. It's very static. It's not responsive. It doesn't change based on what device the user is on. So you'll see this happen a lot where they just don't rank as well because they yeah. haven't kept up with, you know, just yeah. the current behavior. Um, also, I would say keyword rankings, of course. We want to see how the keyword rankings are, are moving up and down um, in the search results by landing page. And so we use tools like SimRush and Ahrefs, which are just tools that uh, we can connect the keyword to the um, website and every page on the website to understand the keyword growth. Um, domain authority. Domain authority of a website is very important just because what that means is, think about it this way, on a scale from zero to 100, uh, that's what your domain authority can be. And everyone goes to Google, as you and I have talked about uh, early in this conversation, Google's domain authority is going to be 100 on a scale from zero to zero to 100, right? Because mm -hmm. everyone goes to Google. Right. Like if, if, you're, if you have a friend, right, Katie, and they just blog uh, for, you know, just fun, their domain authority may be two. Yeah. On a scale of zero to 100. No one really goes to your friend's blog. It's, you just, it's her hobby, right? So with a dental practice, what we look at is, are we creating the right content, um, local content? Are we uh, doing the right off-page and on-page strategies as it relates to the keywords we're trying to rank for? Um, what are we doing to, to drive that authority of that domain so that when Google decides they want to move them up in the search results, they're looking at their domain authority versus the competition. And if we're just doing more advanced stuff, eventually they're going to outrank, outrank the competition. Um, backlinks and then conversions would be the last two. So, so backlinks really is Think about a backlink this way. Let's say, you know, your dental practice and you sponsored a, you know, your local YMCA and your local YMCA or a school, they may have a community partners page. And on that community partners page, it will list the, the dental practice logo. And then it may have a short paragraph about that dental practice. But the key there is when that logo is mentioned, if someone clicks on that logo, that logo should go be redirected Right. back to the dental practice website. And then in that paragraph, it could say something to the effect of, you know, uh, Dentist X um, in Charlotte, North Carolina is a sponsor of our, you know, such and such elementary school. Uh, they've been great for our community, so forth, right? 
but where it says dentist in Charlotte, I'm sure you've seen on a website, like for example, Dentontel, where there's white, there's like, you know, there's a white page, black content, and you may see some text that are, it, it's just blue or it's like it's a different color. When you click on that blue text, it then redirects your browser to another page or another land or another website. That's essentially a backlink because another website is referring your business or they're, they're mentioning your business and then that user is being redirected to your website. And so that's a backlink. Yeah. So the more you do that, the more um, you have very relevant content that talks about your brand or practice that builds authority for your website. And then lastly, I would just say conversions. Um, conversions, you can relate this to user experience and then also how you track conversions. So with conversions, a lot of times the dental practice will have a schedule and appointment page or a contact us page, right? And so when that person fills out that form on the website and submits that information, some key information you should put on that form is what's the person's name, email, phone number, yeah. request an appointment, what's their message, um, what, what are they inquiring about, and then how did they hear about them? Because a lot of times if you call a dental practice, they don't even ask that question. So if you're a marketing company, you want to make sure that that option is in the form mm -hmm. so that you can track that data from a conversion yeah. standpoint if you're you know, able to connect to their uh, API, their patient management system, or if you're working in the dental space as a marketing agency, you should be connected with Dental Intel for sure. And so we set up goals in Google Analytics so that we can track every single form submission and where that patient came from, whether it was Google, Facebook, Yelp, uh, yeah. whatever marketing channel that is, we want to understand where they came from. And so those will probably be our, our main like metrics that we look at. And then more, I would say, qualitative is user experience, um, making sure you have testimonials, it's responsive, you have before and afters, um, you're really showcasing the doctor and their personality and brand, and then doing a little bit of A-B testing, right, where you can see, so for example, you can add heat maps to a website, and that heat map will tell you, and you can test like, okay, that button for book appointment is blue for the last 30 days, for the, the current 30 days that you're in, it's been red, which one performed the best, so right. having some of those types of uh, data points will help you uh, make your clients successful. Yeah. Such such a wealth of, of information here. And and honestly, it may seem a little bit overwhelming <laughs> to yeah. Uh, yeah. And there's a reason why there's companies out there that do this, do this for a living, but um, but there really is a lot to just getting that that coveted spot at the top of a Google page. It's it's not it's it's well thought out and the metrics that you that you follow are, are really important. And so thank you so much for taking the time to go through that. Um, and, Absolutely. and honestly, this kind of leads, I mean, obviously it's, it's kind of easy to understand how SEO would bring a new patient to the office. Cause yeah. obviously if you're up the top of, at the top, people will click on it, but I wanted to spend a little bit of time on talking about how SEO or how you've seen SEO leverage retaining patients, mm. um, which is not one that people probably think about too much, but I'm, I'm sure there's something to be said about that. Yeah, that's a really, really good question. Um, if you're losing, if you're getting new patients and you're losing them, you're not yeah. growing. <laughs> right. So you definitely want to retain those patients. And 
as I think of SEO um, as, from, a, from a retention standpoint and really getting your patients to continue to use your services or you know, use other services, it's really how, from a content standpoint, are you creating new content for them um, from in different mediums, right? So if you have a website and your dental practice and it's 10 pages, that's not enough. You need to have a hierarchy of, you know, all the services such as, you know, general dentistry, um, cosmetic dentistry, and then the sub-services under that to give them the user experience that they need to find um, what they're inquiring about. If they're, if they're an existing patient, they, they, may, they may know they are, you know, coming up on their six month appointment, but they haven't spoken with you since, you know, since that, that last appointment. So they may go to your website and they may have questions that they just want to find out first before they actually call you back. And if you have that hierarchy of, of content on your website, um, that will help them or entice them to um, find the information they need and then call you back. Um, yeah. And part of that too is really, you, you got to have an integrated approach, not just using SEO, but email your email newsletters. Um, using uh, tools like Medento, for example, where there's patient communication happening on the back end, communicating either blog content or, you know, next appointment content or testimonials. Um, there's a lot of integrative approaches to really get them uh, to connect with you based on their pain point. So, for example, uh, I know we're talking about SEO here, but like Facebook ads, right? Like if you're trying to connect with patients' pain points, and let's say they don't want to book their next appointment because they don't have dental insurance. But now you have an in-house membership plan. If you're creating content about that in-house membership plan on your website, and then you create a, let's say, a Facebook ad, and you're targeting, you know, you're retargeting those patients that are actually in your practice and saying, hey, you know, we have an in-house membership plan. But they haven't been on Google in a while, but they're always scrolling on Facebook. You can make that ad show up to them um, on Facebook so that they know and they're aware of, you know, that specific program just for them based on their needs. So I think retention is really like, you know, having more of an integrative approach, not just focus on SEO, but your reviews better be on point as well, (laughs) because when they're ready and, you know, they search for you and if, if, if you've gotten a lot of bad reviews and those ratings have went down, um, that may deter them from, you know, actually calling you back for that next appointment. So yeah. you want to make sure your, your reviews um, are are above par from an SEO standpoint. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think a lot of people think once they're in their office, they've stopped looking at your Google reviews and you're good. And they, and that's not true that your patients continue to, to, I mean, even just to find your number, maybe they forgot and they Google you again, yeah. right. Just to find your number to call that and make it that appointment. Um, and if something throws them off, then maybe they won't finish that call. So people definitely right. continue to search for you. And the other thing that you said that kind of made me think about retention um, management with your patients is backlinks. People yeah. are in small enough communities that if you are really sponsoring your school or, or whatever, those your patients will then see that. And, oh, that's my dentist. And then they'll yeah. click on it, right? Um exactly. And, and so that helps also with retention. I, I, I believe so really, really great information. Um, I learned a lot and I'm in marketing. <laughs> no <problem>. So <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Uh, I will, I want to address, uh, f- from a reputation management standpoint. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. Yes, and you asked this earlier and I was, I thought I was getting to the point, but then I started rambling. <laughs> yeah, you're okay. You're good. It's an important topic, reputation management. For sure. For sure. And I think what happens a lot of the times is that when we see you're just not capturing the actual happy patients in your practice, getting them to leave reviews. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of review softwares out there, but most of them, what they'll do is they'll send an email and that email is great, but people get flooded in their inbox. And so yeah. they just delete, they're deleting those emails, right? Or it's going to spam. You just don't know a lot of times. Um, but with SMS, that's critical because SMS, you can send them a text message. Most people are on their phones, you know, every second of the day or, or you know, most of the Pretty, pretty close to. <laughs> yep. And so if you can send them a text message and that the link in that text message could, or the conversation can be very short and concise, obviously, and says, hey, you know, thank you for being a valued patient with us. Um, we would love to uh, continue to grow our, our practice online. Do you mind leaving us a review? It takes 20 seconds. Right. Once they click on that link in that review, it takes them directly to your Google My Business profile with the reviews that will just pop up, Facebook or Yelp, depending on what they're logged into. And that really is it so they can leave a review within 20 seconds and i think that's critical because Mm -hmm. it makes it very efficient for them and with the review software that that we use you're able to send automations of like every three days you can send a sequence of let's say for every three days to if if they haven't left a review just send them a reminder but we've seen a 40 percent increase on reviews by using text messages across our general practices and then responding to reviews is critical so responding to to good reviews and bad reviews Mm -hmm. because if you're if you're a practice you're going to get bad reviews at some point it's inevitable it's just gonna happen your your personality doesn't jive with everybody and and some people's expectations just can't be met they just they just can't ever be met exactly so responding to those good reviews is important but also showing people you you truly care when there's a bad review and trying to resolve uh, the issue is important. Um, but what we see sometimes is like, I, I guess it becomes more personal and it's a little bit of pride. And some of the responses to the bad reviews are really pointing the finger. And it's just yeah. like, no, <laughs> it doesn't do when, any good. Yeah. It doesn't do any, do you any good because when a new patient searches and finds you in Google and they're looking at your review portfolio and they, if they don't see you're getting a lot of reviews, that may throw up a red flag. And if they see that you don't have any bad reviews, that may also throw up a red flag because it's like, are they manipulating the, the review system? Mm-hmm. And then if you have bad reviews and you're pointing the finger, that's going to throw a red flag as well. So yeah. we're on the side of just, you know, always trying to resolve this. You're not going to resolve every one of them, but responding in a way where uh, you're showing the customer that you care is important. And then Every time we rank our dental practices at the top of Google, we see this. Their competition starts leaving them bad reviews. <laughs> or somebody, it's like a fake review. It's not a yeah. real review from a patient. They can't find them in the system. And then we come to find out, it's a, we do a little bit of digging, it's a competitor. And so you have to learn, you have to have an expert to, to, to know how to dispute those bad reviews and actually get them removed. Um, and so what we do is we have a, let's say like a seven um, step process and you have to pretty much almost like push Google to, to move this review because they don't really care to remove it unless you're like adamant about it. And so we will uh, use different IP addresses disputed from different um, accounts or Gmails of like real people that may be in the, in the company or yeah. on our team to get Google's attention that this is a fake review. And mm-hmm. so 
that's one way to do it. And then also just really, um, you know, monitoring that review over time. And then if it's a fake review, you can report the Gmail or email that um, left that yeah. review. Yeah. And so there's a way, there's, and we get about 50% of our reviews removed um, from Google just by going through those two processes. Wow. Um, yeah, definitely getting those fake reviews removed is important. Yeah. And I also think the more you respond, and I've seen the more you respond to the bad reviews, you'll get, lo- you'll get less of them because people, oh, they're, if I put a bad review here, they're gonna, and most of the time people just want to like anonymously, like just leave crap on the table and they don't want to be talked back to because it's their way yeah. of like just getting back to them you know what I mean <laughs> so yeah exactly yeah. we've noticed we've noticed that too that if you if they if you keep responding in a kind manner you'll get less of them so oh yeah for, for sure, sure. sure. yeah well this has been great we have what we have a last question we asked to everybody and and being in dental marketing and and just so happened to fall into it I'll be interested to hear your response but what does growth in dentistry mean to Lamar Hull? Um, really good question. Um, I just think for us, it's having the opportunity to work with dentists who are who truly care about their patients. Um, they have big dreams. They have you know visions of where they want their practice to go, and um, being connected to uh, great partners such as Dentel, Local Med, um, many others. Being able to forward think, be able to forward think um, in the dental space to provide as much value and being niche focused where we're not having to reinvent the wheel and really impacting the the doctors that we work with by knowing the industry, helping them grow, whatever that goal is, if it's, you know, a new associate, um, more locations, retiring in a a certain uh, period, that is the most important thing for us and and them impacting their community. Because when we think about, you know, what happened with COVID, um, you know, people are now thinking about their health a lot more, their oral health um, as well. So if we're working with great doctors that, um, that we can get more visibility for, get more new patients for, to help them, um, that's what growth means for us. Yeah, really good. Really good. Well, it's been a pleasure for me to have you on. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. Where can people find you if, if they want to? MedRake, MedRake Interactive, send a link or anything that you want to send them to we'll put yeah. it on our show notes too yeah great great question so look again lamar hall with medrank interactive um you can find us on uh, medrankinteractive.com uh we're also um you know we're on dental economics dental entrepreneur dentistry iq dental intel email is info at medrankinteractive.com our phone number office number is 980-217-1633 and then one last thing I'll, I'll show as well is really uh, this. So like if, if you're in a situation, you're a dental practice or you're an office manager uh, and, and you're not getting the results that you need. So for example, here's what we do for our clients. Um, this is a client ranking number one in a five mile radius in that local three pack that you saw here. So any, anywhere in a five mile radius, that patient is um, searching. Showing up. Um, yeah, yeah searching, exactly. Searching for that practice or searching for a practice in that area mm-hmm. um, in a five mile radius, 10 mile radius. These are the results you're going to you're going to be right. um, getting. And so for us, it's really, um, you know, we, we care for our doctors and it's bigger than just marketing for us um, by being connected to 
uh, great partners like uh, Daniel Intel and, and some of the other ones that I mentioned. But yes, you can call us, email us. Um, great. You get a free, get a free website analysis. Um, if if someone is introduced to us, we give them a free website analysis, a twenty page report. Can't find it anywhere online. We're going to do two hours of research. Look under the hood of your website. If you don't have a website, we'll look at your competition and. We'll explain that data to you in an informative way. There's no hard selling for us. It's just we want to educate and inform. And then, yeah, we'll come up with a game plan just for your practice. There's no template for what we do. We're very custom and strategic for each individual office. Sweet. Yeah, that's that seems like a very valuable service that you guys are providing with that website analysis. Great. Perfect. Well, now I can say this has been Growth and Dentistry, a dental intelligence podcast. Again, special thanks to Lamar Hole from MedBank Interactive for being on our show today. I'll make sure that those uh, those links are in our show notes. And then you can also find more great information on our webpage at dentalintel.com. Thank you to my marketing department for all of their work on this podcast. I'm Katie Polson. Keep growing. <laughs>